Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast, where we talk all things classical music and black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Alrighty, news this week. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I mean, neither do I. Yeah, like, I feel like... I feel like I'm, I'm probably overlooking something, but... Like, for an intro, but... I guess we just news this week. Um, actually, first and foremost, if you have not voted for us, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold up. When does this when does this come out though? You know what I'm saying? Isn't it over at September? Is it? Ain't it? Okay. Well, we won't even know how it worked. But yeah, either way, it could, it could be a retrospect. Say what you was finna say. Talk your talk, Delaney. Right. So if you haven't voted for us, if it's closed already, then you should feel very terrible about it. Yeah. (laughs) You should. Professional hater. You are an enemy of progress. Okay. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am kidding. Because I'm just saying, the way the numbers looking like, and the way our listeners look like, like, so few people in the grand scheme have voted, so... Just know that you've hurt our feelings personally. Because yeah, we can see I mean, everyone who voted and everyone who didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine we could? And then we were reaching we out started, people personally. Right. We started adding people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I support it. Petty. <laughs> I mean, it looks like right now, I don't want to say it like, let me knock on some wood, but it looked like uh, we ahead right now. Viola? <laughs> all it's good for so oh, okay <laughs> see you walk right into that one all right so if it's if the voting is still open please vote for us um this is not the end also like this is just one part of it i don't know if it's like you vote for the next round it says that like everyone who wins their like little group or whatever they go to uh, another round and they have a chance to be named the pop pick of 2019 and I'm wondering if that's like they have a committee for that or what I don't know how they're gonna pick it but if they do leave it up to voting then we're gonna need you to vote again and for some of y'all and like for vote the first for time. real <laughs> like vote for I, I mean yeah that's a good point I don't know how they're gonna pick but I I'm under the impression that it's monthly you know what I'm saying so like cause I think Cameron, who we'll be talking about um, later on today, I think she won last month or the month before last. So I'm saying, and but I, but you're right. I don't have no idea how they finna okay. put it together. All right. So now for the unpetty news this week. Um, oh, there's something petty. Okay. Well, um, the Sphinx Virtuosi are going to be starting their 14 city national tour. What, what? Um, it comes. It, it uh starts at the New World Center on September 29th. Um, the tour is called "For Justice and Peace." Um, and it features the world premiere of a piece by Xavier Foley. Um, who, okay, who was a Sphinx Competition laureate. Um, also works by Bartok and Schubert. Um, so yeah, they're going to be doing two tours, a fall 2019 tour and a winter 2020 tour, um, um, in February and the beginning of March. 
um, and also some collaborative performances um, in April and May. So I'm going to link the um, the page where you can buy tickets. I know they do have like some discounted tickets or something like that. They had like a promotion going on where they had some discounted tickets. So hopefully that's still going on by the time this comes out. Um, All right. If not, full price is <coughs> fine uh, because we're supporting each other. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. By voting. So, um, what else? Oh, (laughs) 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 problem. (laughs) You got my nerves when you do that. You remember that one episode? What was it? Off the the cuff? And you were like, huh, so what are we talking about now? And I was like, I don't like you. It throws me off every time. I don't see why. (laughs) What are we talking about now? Reason why? Hmm. All right. Um, All right. So, the other day, I guess, probably about a week or two ago, by the time this comes out, uh, the CEO of Los Angeles Philharmonic, Simon Woods, <laughs> submitted his resignation letter effectively immediately. Oh! Um, yeah, so that happened. There's really not that much information at this time. Um, about I mean he he released a statement saying how great the LA Phil was and how his hopes and aspirations lie elsewhere and I'm like that must be nice to have a job that pays you over a million dollars and <laughs> and you aspire to more that's the kind of energy I need because I, I, you could my my aspirations lie elsewhere where right I because mean, you really could throw me like sixty bands and I'd be good you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Where he working for the moon? What he doing now? Okay, not the moon. Yeah, I, I mean wonder, because the last CEO, um, LFL had. I mean, he's been working there for like two years. The last one, um, went to be the CEO of the New York Phil. So it's like, where are you going? I was about to I say mean, Chicago, but that's not much better at this point. I mean, they just hopped off of something tragic. So, well, not tragic, I mean, yeah. Why would you? Bad. Why would you? Why would you go from <laughs> from the cream of the? No, no. What? Nothing. What are you gonna say? I wasn't gonna say nothing. What were you planning on saying? I, I was. I almost sneezed. That's what I was like. Why would you? <clears throat> that's what yeah, I was. That's what. Then what was the beginning of the sentence going to <laughs> go to? Would love to know. Share the listeners just... as well. <laughs> um. That sounds like you're qualified. <laughs> my my checkbook is semi balanced. Okay. Um. That was on the list of prereqs. So yep. <laughs> Right, I know how to manage a budget. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have a budget, but like, yeah, I kind of just swipe my card, hope for the best. So I feel I like mean, I with feel like that's pretty much what we do too over there. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, like, oh my god, can you imagine collaboration with LA Phil and Nicki Minaj? Oh my god, what we want it to go well, LA Phil and and Cardi B. <gasps> Yeah, I'm applying. How you apply? What you got to do? All right. Um, <laughs> well, we were saying because also the LA Chamber Orchestra is hiring their new executive director. Um, oh, that would be messy. So, oh, no. There ain't no way. Do you know how much less money? They make? Like, not even in the same ballpark. Um, I mean, and, yeah, but that would be amazing. I mean, really? messy. I, I mean, I don't think I, so. I feel like they would just be like, "Okay, you downgraded. Great for you." <laughs> yeah. Also, also the LA Chamber Orchestra will be looking at you like, 
so we can't give you what they was giving you exactly like not even close like it's like a 10 percent of your salary like, is it really i think they make somewhere like the executive director makes like somewhere a little over a hundred thousand really yeah maybe 150 maximum 200,000 maximum that's that's that dude's shoe budget but that's because LA Chamber Orchestra like um like w- when you're in that orchestra that's not your only job you mm. know mm-hmm. so it's not like they I feel they just don't play as much um but yeah and I also don't feel like I feel like they just kind of coexist because they serve different purposes oh yeah so yeah. I don't think it would be that messy I think it would kind of just be like I mean, you must have a master plan or something. Okay. <laughs> Maybe, okay. And then you're going to see LA, LA Chamber Orchestra first orchestra on Saturn. Okay. But, um, yeah, you. so both of LA's powerhouse orchestras need leadership. Could you imagine? Okay, black woman. Hire That'd be amazing. Both. Can one of y'all, can you, right. <laughs> can one of y'all apply? Right. So, you so said you could be black excellence. And I mean, forever, right? If I was qualified, I would. But what? I want. What are the qualifications for that? I need to look into that. I, I might mean, actually I know, apply. I know some of his career trajectory because, like, I just was curious to know, like, what is your career trajectory when you're mm-hmm. when you're in like admin positions or high, or executive positions in orchestras? Mm-hmm. And before LA, he was at Seattle Symphony. Um, I think he did one more. Um, one more orchestra before that and then before that he worked as like a record label like at something oh shoot yeah so he he i think that's where his background is as far as music i was looking at another executive's uh career trajectory um someone on the executive team for the la phil and they worked as like um they worked at the at, at a museum like in somewhere in their artistic realm so Mm. i think i don't know i feel like there's like a basis of like management skills Mm -hmm. and then like because because actually i was looking at the the job description for the executive director of of la chamber orchestra and they were saying like background in music is preferred background in what i didn't hear you background in uh music is preferred preferred yeah you should know i ain't here you should have known I ain't here at the first time because I think you were in shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, or maybe it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like arts background preferred, but like I think overall they're probably just looking for somebody that's going to know the business side of it. But I'm like, the business side of stuff, especially music, like with the things that you have to spend money on, like I feel like you right. have some sort of understanding of the needs of musicians because they're gonna be like well could you just di- boil the strings and then put them back on and we'll right like you know and like, like do y'all really need like a y'all really gotta bring basses like in the plane like can we just you can't just strap it to the top right <laughs> like do cellos really need to sit down because i feel like i feel like <laughs> you just pull it all the way out like it'll be fine <laughs> like I wouldn't need to waste money on chairs. I feel yeah. I feel like if we need to cut back anywhere, I think it's it's wasting money on chairs. So I, I'm thinking we're a chamber orchestra anyway. Everyone stand, 
including I was thinking timpani if we if we strap him to you like a okay. <laughs> like a marching band yeah mm-hmm. great <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyway um all right <laughs> yeah so both of those positions are well as of right now two board chairs are are acting as the ceo of electoral before until they get that together in terms of like a search because i'm sure they're not, just gonna put, they're not gonna put no google survey up and be like so symmetry application like you know i'm sure the yeah but that always confused me like acting so-and-so acting why uh because like why don't you they're not having conversations about promoting those people you know what i'm saying what do you mean well i mean uh, well yeah but like somebody i think somebody just has to do the job while they figure out are they gonna promote from within are they gonna do an outside hire what you know yeah i mean i i mean i guess i was talking to i mean it's a little different but i was talking to a violist um and she was acting principal for like two seasons and they still did a national search for a violist that and like that kind of stuff just makes me very angry mm. that's, a, that's a, a lot of people's stories actually yeah that's i mean kind of I mean, she took the audition and embodied it because she's that girl. I'm not gonna say who, but um, but I think I think this yeah. The only reason why I think it's a little different is because these people are on the board, and like board members don't have a salary, and and that's you know like mm-hmm. especially for a nonprofit. Like I think it's a little different for like a, a board member mm-hmm. to be acting uh, CEO. Um, because they're not really getting promoted from anything. Actually, the CEO answers to the board. So, mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a little different. But, I mean, we'll see. So yeah, surprise. Everybody, everybody email LA Phil and tell them Delaney for CEO. Could you imagine? What the heck would I be doing in there? <laughs> what? Never mind. I ain't going to say that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to get in trouble today. What are we gonna say? We're gonna trap I'm just her. Saying, We're gonna trap her one one good time. Um, I'm just saying. Never mind. My experience with never mind. Catherine, you're almost <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, nope. Mm-mm. You might as well just come Mm-mm. out and say it. I'm just saying, like, I've maybe not in our profession. But I feel like a lot of them CDOs be in them, and not even CEOs, people underneath them, CFOs, whatever you want to say, be in there playing Candy Crush on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was about to say a very specific title of someone, so never mind. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I we're just know that we're on the same page. Listeners might be confused, but let's just say I'm not gonna say that after you said that, but. Being a white male in this country helps you out a great deal. And that's not even like them there them girls go classically black bitter again. It's like that's a fact. Like a actual it's, fact. It's a little fact. Like there's some there it's not even so okay. But I'm sure that the, I mean I'm there's there's thousands, millions actually. Um, but just thinking of what I've seen, like I've seen white men in their place of work and being like, I could never do my job that badly. I can exactly. never be that mediocre. Like I'm just like, wow. 
It's amazing. It's <laughs> honestly, it's it's spectacular. You get the, paid to do nothing. You get paid to do nothing, and like we've talked about this before, but it's like black people. And I feel like specifically black women, I mean, you can find me on that if you want to, don't have the space to be mediocre. We don't, we don't have that privilege because if you, if you don't go above and beyond, then you get met with black people so lazy. Y'all just want handouts, like, uh, everything like that. And then I, and I was, and then also like that thing about like professionalism, which I realized like. Um, I'm going to a conference and I've been going through a lot with the director of the conference and elaborate <laughs> could you imagine I think when this comes out God willing I'll be back Um, and I really wanted to be like listen you no I can't say that what? I, I really wanted to be like you know we are 18 minutes in she'll slip up at least once I just don't understand why I was telling my friend you Shane. I was like, this field, not even this field, across the board, it's like you if you think about professionalism in the context of your friends and your family, right? If your friend or your, or your family, or whatever, starts to wild out, what you do? You wild out back, right? You meet energy, right? It's like if I'm like Delaney, you know, brought the like uh, I don't like how you did that, and, and da, 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 da. you'd be like, "All right, bet." Like, what are we talking about? Like, we, what are we doing? Let's, you know, what I'm saying you will meet my energy because that's a, that's a, re- a relationship. Whatever. But as soon as you put in a professional, guys, it's like it's like Sam can be wild as heck, and you can't say anything to him about it because then it's unprofessional. I don't have a problem with that, but it's like that's not going to ever change. But I feel like being professional is an excuse for people to do whatever. Imagine having an executive job and not having to do and you still get paid to do absolutely nothing what you go what the team members gonna say what could you say you literally can't say nothing like who you gonna go to who you gonna go to because one you look like you're complaining you can't say nothing to them because then they're gonna complain about you about how delaney's unprofessional and <laughs> superior and what hr gonna do i mean H, like let's be honest hr's responsibility is to protect the company not to protect I mean, you. I mean, let's be frank. <laughs> I mean, let's have some real conversation. So if you come to them about something the company's going to do wrong, that the company's doing wrong, they're literally just going to do it. anything in their power to uh, to absolve the company of any responsibility. I mean, obviously that depends on the individual. I'm not saying that like the individual don't care about you and, and depending on who it is, um, you know, they obviously might put some degree of extra effort into caring about you as a person. But... Mm-hmm overall like the job description they're protecting the company not you so so if you say what y'all hired this person that don't do nothing then i mean that's a potential lawsuit so right because you now you're not getting promoted because they hiring this white dude over you and 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 here we go complaining again right they're the blacks complaining always wanting handouts how do we get it I have, I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm just fed up. But what can you be fed up? With? This is like, this is not just, this is everywhere. Literally. This is everywhere across the board. This is across the board. You, people use professionalism as an excuse to be mediocre. I feel like. 
I don't know if if everybody else is crazy or I just don't have good um like office politics because they'd be like, so how do we navigate this? But I'm like, why don't you just <laughs> tell them? Thank you. I'm like, why don't you just <laughs> why don't you just tell them what you mean instead of having a meeting about telling them about meeting about what you mean? Like I. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Girl, just, I couldn't tell you. I've been sitting back watching it unfold. Like, so. <laughs> 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 but like I said, lowest working employee. Like I mean, I I know that. Like, I mean, people want me to 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 voice my opinion, obviously. But there's also a certain degree of like, that's not your place, you know. Oh, yeah, deference. You're not gonna be. You're gonna wow out. So what y'all need to do is like, <laughs> right. And even if you were to do that, they'll be like, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> and it's going to end right there. Right. Guaranteed, it's going to end right there. No, I don't know. No. It's a meeting. How, so how do we tell Delaney that? <laughs> <laughs> that we... Never mind. Katie, you might as well just let it go. Just break the seal. <laughs> because I'm trying to get that job. Just I'm probably going to edit out all these never minds. People going to be like, girl! <laughs> what? Why? Just, just, just break the seal. Let it flow. Your cup floweth over with trife. Are we still in the news? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't like. I feel like we're just afloat right now. Um. Oh, lastly, someone sent over this video that the Minnesota Orchestra went out. Uh, put out, which I had mixed feelings about them at the time because. Anyway. What they doing um, over there? Because when Garrett caught them out, they oh, went, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, well, I was like, it's not. Let's watch our program. Another season of dead white people, like dead white men. Right. Let's like, be frank. <laughs> like y'all can't even y'all don't even have enough coops to throw on a good Sh- Clara Schumann at a recital. Come on, sis. Y'all don't y'all don't care. <laughs> yeah, but they put a video up saying that they get the question a lot what should you wear to a concert hall so they made a video of like potential outfits and stuff um really that's what y'all have time to do okay no but i it was like it was everything ranging from like completely casual like jeans um to black tie optional Mm -hmm. um but it made me like i was kind of wondering do you have a like do you think there's a dress code to go into a concert Hmm. <clears throat> okay. I'm trying to think. Like, okay. If I think it. Um, uh oh. Because I'm trying to think. Okay, when I when you go to the RPO, right? Because it's at school, it's like you wear your school clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. wear your. But um, <clears throat> like when I'm, I'm gonna flex when I go to the. When I go to like a CSO, especially when I go to, um, yeah, probably RPO's only <laughs> exception. Anytime I'm going to a live performance, I'm I'm dressed up. How is some type of like way. business casual, like what? Like a like literally like a like a dress. Like if I'm going to see like the last, where's the last production I went to? I saw Hamilton. Yeah, I saw Hamilton in July. And I wore like an off the sleeve dress, Ooh. and then 
Yeah, I go to the ballet a lot. I said that on the show, and I don't go to a lot. You hear me? I go every year. Um, <laughs> that's more than some people. Um, when what I go to mean? the ballet, I wear like you know I dress up. If I'm, if I'm going to a concert, CSO, I don't know. But I probably, mm, I probably wouldn't wear jeans. It depends how I dress it up. I don't know. I think it depends on the person. But I feel like I feel like there's certainly a, a, a bottom. Like, don't come in sweats. <laughs> why not? But then, but then again, like, why not? Like, because mm-hmm. I think I think you should wear what you want. It's but yeah, I think you should wear what you want. I mean, just don't be funky. Okay, that goes without saying. Just because it's like, I feel like when we start, we keep wearing, I feel like when we have like a standard of dress for these shows, it's like, I mean, you could still, <clears throat> excuse me, you could still respect the people on stage and be wearing yoga pants. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you have to wear black tie, first of all, I would never wear black tie to an orchestra concert. Are you kidding? That's a gown. Right. For what? Unless it was a, if it was a gala before, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like that would be the only exception. Yeah. Or a gala after. Uh, that would be the only exception. Cause I feel like we can hold classical music to this high art standard. It's not high art; it's just art. You know what I'm saying? Like if you wouldn't wear a ball gown to the art gallery, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I view it. Just don't be funky. That's one thing. I feel like um, it's also like I feel like people tend to dress up more like black tie optional for opera. Yeah. So I feel like that's probably where, but I feel like just like literally everything else in classical music, like I'm sure there's somebody that has a super elitist opinion about this. Where you shouldn't be wearing no, no jeans, no nothing. I mean, I don't really go to concerts like that. Um, I also, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like anytime I go to a concert, like, yeah, I wear a dress um, or something, but I also wear dress. Well, not when I'm in Rochester because it's, two degrees all the time but all the time when i'm in my comfort zone of sunny los angeles i wear dresses pretty regularly mm-hmm. so i feel like it's like my normal clothes work for that like i'm not like oh we're going to we going to a concert let me button up and also like i feel like it's kind of um <clears throat> i like that they put it out to sh- like to to show people like you can come as you are yeah. But also, there's another side of that that's like, okay, can you? Because people will, like, some folks, I'm not going to say who or what type of folks, will be judging you. <laughs> but I feel like also, isn't that like a, just to just, just segue off of that, isn't that like a, it's kind of how church is. It's like a, come as you are, like, that's literally what they say. But then it's like, you know, if there's that girl that come in freaking uh, pajamas, you're going to be looking. I feel like, and then, and then I feel like church is another thing that is like it really just—it's up to interpretation. That is true. Like, and I feel like it's your church. Me, yeah, you were telling me like, oh, I always uh, wear makeup to church and whatever, and I'm, and I was like, dang, I never wear makeup to church. But then you were you wear jeans to church, and I never wear jeans to church. I think it just depends on like, yeah, that's your church because like we're like for for us like we dress up for church. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. You know, like you put on your Sunday best, but yeah, and but like I, that come as you are thing. Like I remember being at church and and um, this girl she was in like some ripped shorts or whatever, and I was like sis. But then 
she like I think she tested up and said something and I was like did you know what Delaney she was here last week and you weren't so <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah so let's I mean, not. like I feel like for me the older I've gotten the more like the older I've gotten, the more I've kind of, like, played around with, like, what I wear to church. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I remember, <laughs> I remember, like, one one Sunday I wore, like, a jumpsuit that had my shoulders out. I'm like, it's Ooh. summer. Right? And whatever. There's nothing wrong. Like, whatever. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, I wasn't, it wasn't a halter. Like, I don't know how to describe it. But it, it mm, my shoulders are out. Okay? And my, my grandma after church was like, why you come to church with your shoulders beer? And I was mm-hmm. like... I'm completely covered, like, whatever. I didn't feel no way being in there. So, I, don't, I pushed the boundaries a little bit. I might do jeans, but then I'm like, I'm, my face is completely beat. And, like, my shirt, you know? I don't know. It's up to you, right? It's up to interpretation. Like. Right, so. Whew. Show Let us know what y'all them, think. Show up in one of them uh, Lizzo unitards. Can you imagine? I feel like ain't no way. I don't care. Ain't got to be a special type of church. Ain't no way. Usher's letting you pass the door in a little, you know, you know, ain't no, I don't care. I don't care. Bible says come as you are or whatever. Ain't no way. They splashing you with holy water. Right. There's no way. I don't, I don't, I can't think of one. I can't even imagine Usher. the looks. The, not even the looks, the, the, the words as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like picturing my church, right? And I'm picturing Lizzo walking in and you sorry. And I can't even four oh four error. Like my I can't even <laughs> I can't even put it to words. And I feel like that'd be the same thing you walk to the classical music concert. Mm, yeah. and, or anywhere in public. I, or anywhere. <laughs> <clears throat> and I mean, but like that that's not the, that's not drawing I don't I wanna be clear, I'm not drawing parallels between the concert hall and, and a, a sanctuary. <laughs> like I feel like we really gotta stop with this whole like yeah, I think the people on stage work hard. And they put a lot of work into the music up there, but like, girl, it's just a performance, in my opinion. Like, it's not high art; it's it's just art. Because you're not call, you're not calling the African dancing and, and Ghana high art, so I don't think we should be calling classical music high art. And I can guarantee you, as someone who's been on the stage on that side of the concert, I literally don't care what you wear. So at all, <laughs> I can't even I, see you, and I'm not looking at you or for you. I, so right, I care that you. <laughs> don't clap between movements that's like I've, it's, I've gotten less sensi- i've gotten desensitized to that over there oh it's so distracting it ruins it there are some pieces that it's like hard not to clap in between them. like the end of the first movement of brahms piano concerto number one when the girls are just on the piano just going crazy like she's like going nuts you can't clap after that you know that's kind of like hard but ruining a moment that's surprised because it surprised me when you when you were going to tell your sir your stories at your recital not to clap between movements i was like well how does like that's not common knowledge like how are they supposed to know that like, i know what i feel i felt like it was rude because it's like it's, i feel like it's like but not to tell them they're gonna be like damn why didn't you say nothing you know yeah well you said that i was like all right i'm gonna say something but i remember like asking you like should i say because i don't want it to be like which like hey you uncultured okay. people you know say all of that <laughs> you know that's where my brain goes you could just say like it's you know like this customary to not clap between movements to just say you know like you're gonna be the only person clapping 
<laughs> I mean, and I told them, and they liked the in the group me, and they liked the message in the group me, and it was fine. It was silent between moments, but like, I didn't want to be rude. Like, y'all, I never mentioned no classical junk before, so here's how I go. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yep. That voice exactly. Yep. Okay. All of them got the same voice too. Sound just like that. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right. So the intermission. Okay. Well, that took half an hour. So there it goes. I mean, we can end the episode now, and that will be still I mean, over. We, I mean, our it goal. was like more the news actually, because it's not like we just did the news. Like we we floated off, so we kind of did a topic. Yeah. The the whole what we just did was the topic. What whatever tangent we went off before that could have been the intermission. So thanks for listening to the Classically Black podcast. Oh wait, there's still a piece in there. Oh wait, we talked about Brahms. Oh yep. Cool. And, and I mentioned seats. Cameron. Oh. I mentioned her earlier. Great. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to Classic Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Are you I feel like- <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the lady's closing her computer as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so see you next week. Yep. Same time, same place. Oh well, literally never the same time or the same place. <laughs> it's never consistent oh no we've been doing really really good that's the point okay intermission so yeah people are like is it ending or <laughs> right no i mean if they looking at the thing you see well, it's still yeah. however long as it, it is left. the episode of the read last week kid fury was like <laughs> kid fury was like i have four short reads i'm like we're gonna be here for at least half an hour right but then i looked at the clock and it was only like 25 <laughs> minutes left and i was like oh he did a good job oh he did i stopped right at his um i stopped right when he no he started he, he blew through like the last couple oh because he spent a lot of okay i'm lying i i, I listened to his first read and i was like yeah we're gonna be here for a long little bit okay right. that's good you to know. four i was like because when you be having one quick thing it's 45 minutes <laughs> i mean i want to be clear i stand i do right. I, I i i think i enjoy his reads more i, I love both of them but if i had to pick mm-hmm. um because crystals are like always insightful and his are like yeah, I put too much sauce in the wings. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So I saw this uh, thing going around Facebook where it was like, describe your job um, in the like in the worst possible way. Like, get the worst possible description. Wait, things go around Facebook? I guess among the people that I've seen it multiple times, people would post like the same picture. Oh, I see. And they'll be like, describe your job in the worst possible way so like if you were um if you were a construction worker you could say like i play with big legos all day something like that i don't know so i gave uh i gave delaney a couple of things i wanted to try the same thing describe your job um in the worst possible way i gave some points i gave her some things to choose from we didn't uh normally we split up stuff half and half like i'll do three she'll do three but i didn't really tell her i just told her to pick so i said describing a music student describe a lesson describe teaching describe auditions describe rehearsal or describe a concert or a recital in the worst possible way like some a way that wouldn't make any sense um i wish i had one in front of me i usually had have an example but you get the idea with the construction worker okay so um Maybe we'll just, you'll go and I go and you'll tell me which ones you picked and, and how you described them. 
Yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad at this. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't as easy as I thought it was gonna be. I ain't finna yeah. hold you. I was like, dang, you always coming up with something tricky, trickster. Okay, not tricks. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> trickster. Oh, call you tricksy. Well, better than what you have. My name saved in your phone. So go ahead and Why? change that. You've had I some love iconic names over the over, over the time in my phone. The last you, time your name was Katie Brown in my phone. <laughs> what a time! What a, t- even, what a t- I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> what a special time! Like my name is my mom picked it. She likes it. Um, That's great. I That's like it. I okay. <laughs> well, then why you change it to Katie? Then she ain't named me Katie. You should name me Catherine. Delaney, what, which ones? Can I apologize to her? Okay. <laughs> You're annoying. You broke the seal. All right. So the first <sighs> one I did was I'm a music student. Okay. Yeah. I didn't do one for this. I couldn't think of it. Okay. Uh, mine's very simple. And I scream at a wooden box all day. Uh, <laughs> you scream at your bases? I scream in the practice room sometimes if I'm frustrated. Oh, out of anger? Like, oh. like it literally, like just like a short, like, like I'm gonna move back from the mic so that I don't kill y'all. But like, I'll be like, okay. oh my goodness, like, <gasps> are you okay? <laughs> oh it's hard to do it. It's hard to do it when I don't feel it. Yeah, I feel but like you if I'm that, frustrated, like yeah, I'll let out a little scream. <laughs> I let out wow. a scream and be like, all right. So what's next? <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing now? Right. So now that that's out of the way. <laughs> Jesus. You don't get fr- I get frustrated. I'm frustrated. I mean, I've gotten so, so much better. And I am not one. I'm easily irritated, but I'm not easily angered. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that thing is one thing that can make me angry. <laughs> like I try to be. thing used to make me angry really yeah i used to actually for a lot like i used to now practice because i hated the way i sounded which was counterintuitive i know i mean counterproductive i know but Mm -hmm. like like it was a whole thing i had to work through of like just getting upset and like i used to quit playing my instrument all the time used to be like you know what i can't do this i quit never gonna be good enough quit wow yeah (laughs) it was a problem i actually the last time i sit well not the last time but like when I seriously considered quitting my instrument was like a month before I got to Eastman. But then I was like, well, I got into Eastman, so I should try it. <laughs> wow. And it was a recording that did that to me because <clears throat> I like was that was a period of time where I was like, OK, I really have to work through this if I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. like of pra- like practicing and stuff, because like I was practicing and hating everything I sounded like everything that I heard. Mm-hmm. So when I played um i I recorded myself and i heard it and i was like yeah i'm not cut out for this jeez <laughs> but that just goes to show like the way we talk to ourselves be freaking wild like, yeah i was like i was like i need to be realistic i'm this is never gonna happen like <laughs> but then i was like okay literally like i got an easement and the teacher saw something in me so i should probably chill 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, but I think those those moments be those moments be important. And then you just bring it back, you'd be like, okay, so you done wilding now? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my one. Um, I know we said we're gonna go. We're gonna you do all yours, right? Oh, I or thought we was gonna go back and forth. I mean, we can go back and forth. Okay, <laughs> I literally. Okay, I'll, I don't. Know. Okay, I said describe a lesson. Did you do that one? No. Okay, I said I spend an hour with someone while they tell me how everything I'm doing could be much better. <laughs> <laughs> I've already talked about this. I think it's freaking weird, but. <laughs> think it's so bizarre like constant feedback Con- like and I, okay not to okay i understand that that's not the whole lesson like literally like the the most people follow the format where you play something you say everything you liked about it and then you start working on the stuff that you need to work on and then you end with a holistic like this is going this is you have a great start on this <laughs> oh that <laughs> That kind of can be annoying depending on when. I remember I put right. Oh! Yeah, I have a great start on this piece that I've been playing for a year and a half. Great, thanks. Right, <laughs> but I was in studio class and someone was playing, and then another student was like, "You have a great start on this." I'm like, "She's been playing this for like a month," and I'm like, "You're not slick. <laughs> like that is freaking rude." That's rude, especially coming yeah. from a student. I'd be like, "Okay, whoa, well, Nelly." Yeah, I mean, I've heard Mr. Taylor's been like, uh, "You have a great start on this because it's like week one," mm-hmm. like you know, but like. Oh well, yeah. I don't think it's ever happened to me. Now that I think about it, but yeah, I think that's weird. Okay, next. All right, I did uh, describe an audition. Same. Did you? Okay. Um, I said I cram uh I cram eight months of work into thirty seconds. No. <laughs> <laughs> it felt that okay that that hurt then you hear the tap great thanks (laughs) ow that's really what it be jesus (gasps) yeah this this is weird oh let me not say that never mind okay you're gonna have to i'm gonna remind you because i need to know what she was finna say (laughs) i know it had to be trifling soon these mics come off um wow i mean I, okay i might like i know what an audition is but it just don't feel good when you said it like that yeah and to be to be fair you ain't you ain't that far off i'm far off <laughs> no <laughs> okay not 30 seconds five minutes i mean yeah well 30 seconds if they cut you off yeah. that's what i'm saying well if you took an yeah. l when they don't want to hear no more <gasps> When they've heard enough, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> when they're when like, heard I enough. don't even care to continue. <laughs> <laughs> like you've already blown it. <laughs> There's nothing. Look, you could play every single other thing perfectly, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just not interested, actually. <laughs> and I'm actually not confident in your ability to do so. So, <laughs> <laughs> have you been cut off? Have you been cut off in the middle of an exit before? No, but I also haven't taken very many auditions. Oh my god! And then people like to be like, you don't know, they probably heard enough. I'm like, yeah, Should right, yeah. I? Maybe I have in a seating audition, and it's been in the same. I've heard a laugh there. in my audition. Oh uh, no, you have not. Yes, I have. 
I mean, it was it was terrible, and I didn't practice for it. It was for seat. It was week six seating at Interlock, and I was like, I've been here all this time. I've been here for five weeks. I know where I stand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's true. Like for sometimes, when, like back in the day when I used to be dead last, like what, what we practice, we all know we practice right. for. Let me just go ahead and practice this little concerto, and who care about this excerpt? Okay, but you should not be laughing at a kid. People forget how hard classical music is, especially the people at the top. Yeah, and I think and someone, the conductor at Eastman, like sometimes is rude in auditions, and like our teacher had to say something about it because I remember one time like this one thing he was like okay can you play it like this fast and started like snapping or whatever and i was like if i could play it that fast i would have what are you talking exactly. about exactly <laughs> you know damn well i can't play it that fast i've been in the audition before and they said that i they wanted me to play something slower mm-hmm. and that's that's always great i mean can it be is it, is it gonna be steady well girl i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> jeez woof I did auditions. I said, um, I put my heart to a curtain. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think of that. I hate that junk. I think I it's so dumb. I put my heart dumb. out to a curtain. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the only thing there. <laughs> you the last audition I took, I, I don't, it's, I don't. It's the, I don't know. I get that they don't want, especially in America. Like y'all oughtn't change it. I, I mean, you can make it better, but y'all, this country and, and its racism, I, I think it's for the best. We should have three curtains. Um, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, you go backstage and it's all. I mean, you have your little friend, the proctor, and he be back there. He's like, oh, he sounded so good. Oh but my gosh, I remember so me um and. Uh, someone else were we were doing like um auditions so for this tour that yola is doing they did blind auditions um and twice so twice the person that i was paired up with like he was in the room proctoring and i was the one like walking the the musicians back and forth because like a lot of them this is their first audition um their kids so like i was like supposed to be you know helping them know where to go and like giving them words of encouragement and telling them how a blind audition works and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and like first of all i texted him and said are, like the teachers want a break and i was like are they all back in the classroom because i'm gonna bring the next person up and he's like yeah yeah tell me why i step off the elevator to come face to face with all the judges with the student next to me no <laughs> and then another time because i was like what you said you they were all in there and then another time he opens the door and he's like yeah so daniel can come in now i'm like, <laughs> I'm like wow hear you <laughs> wow and like as soon as he said it he looked he was like oh i was like, you were bad at this <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> this is not for you you're bad at this wow wow it's only a matter of time for my teacher to say that to me could you imagine <laughs> no i couldn't um, unless you're you're bad not even this piece like this the viola <laughs> first of all you're just bad at it at overall first of all my teacher ain't gonna say that to me because you let me into the school so that we could end right there right okay <laughs> and uh, but if we wanted to go further you're not gonna talk to me anyhow so okay you're bad at teaching period <laughs> Like, what you mean I'm bad at this? 
<laughs> Can you imagine taking an audition and you get a comment back? The, the comments to say like, "Yeah, you're bad at this." I would consider it different. Wow, have you have you tried retail? <laughs> Not even teaching. <laughs> no, well, well, we would want you to pass on your your can't do with. <laughs> At the end of the day, the panelists really want you to do your best. Yes. And I, I, I actually believe they that. They want to find somebody. Right. I actually do believe that. I really yes. do. That that's they what wanna... made me. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, no, no. Go ahead. No, so that's what made me like, that's why I don't get nervous in auditions anymore. <clears throat> because like, first of all, I trust that like, especially when I was going through college auditions, like, I'm like, I trust that pe- like the people on this panel can hear things that I can't and see Mm -hmm. things in me that I can't which is why I'm going to study with them Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. if you if you're hearing all the same exact things and looking for all the same things then like what you study with them for you say with yourself right like like knowing that first of all they've been there before they know what you're going through second of all they want to find somebody they want you to be that person um and third of all like you don't know what they're looking for um Mm -hmm. so all you can do is be as prepared as you can be and like that's it like I've never I haven't gotten a nervous at an audition since i accepted that that i mean that's all really nice and stuff but i still get nervous <laughs> like i hear i, mean, I hear I, what you're saying but that's all real real nice it sounds real real good to me <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that's also that's that's school auditions like an audition for like something that's a learning opportunity that's not like no big gun high stakes audition like i need this audition so i can have a job so i can eat <laughs> yeah like that's a that i feel like that's a whole other monster because and like, like taking, that's less understanding yeah like taking an audition it's like first of all i've been to auditions where like um they don't pick nobody like nobody was good enough so it's like yeah they looking for somebody but like they don't want nobody here and oh. <laughs> and like yeah they want you to do what they want you to play your best but also like it has to be perfect and like i know people like i get it but like it has to be as close to perfect as it can be because they don't want nobody who's gonna rush. They don't want nobody who's gonna stick out. They don't want nobody who, uh, who doesn't have a good sound. And like, yeah, orchestras want certain things. There's some people who work advocate for a good sound, but if you have a good sound that sound like high dookie in the middle of July, like no one's gonna. Oh, okay. No one's gonna want to um, hire you. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that word since like grammar school. Where'd that come from? Oh no, I say Dookie braids. No. Okay. Remember Dookie like plats? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I feel like I mean when I was doing my college auditions, I thought like I wasn't nervous for anything. But Eastman was my second to last audition. The one I had after that was one of my safety schools, mm-hmm. um, which I bombed it, but I still got in. Um, Isn't that crazy how God works? Right. But some schools I'd be looking at like, how, how so what y'all here? <laughs> I thought like for sure, I was like, okay, I haven't been nervous for any of my auditions, but Eastman is my top school for sure. I'm going to be nervous in there. But I I wasn't. And I think that that's what helped. And also because my teacher is very nice and like welcoming. Mm-hmm. He was the only person in there and like, you know. So yeah. it also would have been like it maybe it was different if I had like a whole panel of people and they writing stuff down and they you know like I mean he was writing stuff down as well but like you know 
Yeah, I mean, when I auditioned at Indiana, there's like there was like eight of them in there, eight violas, and I was like shaking in my boots. It's also my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eastman, I had a different mentality for Eastman. Like up until that point, everybody knew Katie wants to go to Eastman, 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 Eastman. East. Like that's all I would talk. I was talking about that for like nine months, right? No, even probably longer than that, like a, over like a year and a half. So when it came time to take uh, my Eastman audition, my girl, you gonna play? You gonna play down? You gonna play for your life? Like that's how. And I honestly, I've never been able to. Um, to recreate that feeling like when i take an orchestral job uh, or audition like like honestly like beta blockers keep me sane. like that's that's i take a beta blocker and it's like okay i can focus on playing because it's a different because it's like yeah i want this and girl you gotta play for your life but like it's it's different because like you said school is like different the school is like they want you they want to fill their studios now what they want to fill it with is up to them but yeah they're not looking well most schools aren't looking for finished products um, yeah we gonna we gonna keep it at most yeah. I got a couple schools in mind, but um, yeah. So that's that last one. Um, my last one was concert. Okay. Um, I said I get all <laughs> this one. I get Yo, all dressed God. up to wor- to rubber wooden box in front of six people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not rub, and also, I don't. I don't rub it. No. With some hair. You rubbing the hair against the. You're not. Ask Peyton. Peyton's so butthurt over us saying that he pushed them three little buttons on that trumpet that he would agree. <laughs> oh, he was irate. That's what you got. He ain't got no valve or nothing. I mean, oh, it is a valve, ain't it? Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, music had degree. Dropping out. <laughs> music had degrees, plural. Okay, strings, uh, emphasis. That's true. I have to teach trumpet this uh, fall. That's another conversation. Oh, I don't man. know what I'm gonna tell. Them. I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna tell the little girl. Cause I took a job where they want to build a strings program, but they, but there's still students there that have played other instruments, and I want to honor that. So I guess me and this little girl are gonna be staring at each other because I don't. You don't do. I don't know what to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay yeah Peyton would agree with that see there you go Peyton you're welcome um I did describe teaching um I say I lock myself into a room full of kids and watch them play javelin with their instruments javelin they don't throw their instruments they don't they don't they don't pelt them across the room oh I don't know they sit on them um drag they might, them they might have i've seen people drag cellos i'm like you I, drag <clears> violins <throat> too i have sit stuff I, on top of bases i mean i've set i've set my backpack on top of my base like to dig through it that's not different like, like you're also holding up the majority of the weight of the backpack yeah i'm and not your base like, is sitting on it like i see people sit on the stuff and like i put their feet up and then when people i've seen people walk up to, and lean on my base. I'm like, this is not a table. First of all, it's not yours. We could, we could, we could start there, right? I mean, I don't. I mean, even like the treatment of cases. Like kids treat cases terribly. I never understood. Like, I remember this guy came in to work with uh the place that I almost said the name. The place that we work at, and he he came to work with the kids and the kids. Like, I mean, especially the shorter kids, but whatever. They put their feet on top of their cases when they sit on the chairs, mm-hmm. and. 
adults can be so rude to kids because they use sarcasm but it goes over their head he was like that is amazing i did not know that your violin came with a footrest <laughs> like where can i <laughs> where can i get one and i was like now where can i get one <laughs> you want to do all that first of all they're eight that sarcasm went right over their head right they're like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah or it didn't come with it I, uh it's my case right oh <laughs> poor tink anyway um yeah i'll probably put this on instagram sorry i'm curious to see what i mean i feel like we have a trifling following not a hundred percent trifling but um yeah, enough yeah. yeah okay and we're moving on so um another thing that's been going around this is more in the youtube i spent a lot of time in the youtube community oh i've been watching a little youtuber what's her name sophia sophia she's quite in- interesting yeah also i like listening to her speak because i need to take some lessons from her you can hear every single letter and every word that she says <laughs> like and she be doing like some interesting stuff she went to that cheese um park yeah that in in korea and like i will go there but also for what like what am i gonna do there <laughs> <laughs> literally and i wanted to comment on her video because like she said that the von trapp children were missing there was two missing i'm like nah there are seven von trapp children um but i saw that's my favorite movie son is my favorite movie mm. maybe my favorite my, maybe my favorite musical mm. is it it's t- probably tied with mary poppins anyway um yeah so in youtube land a lot of people do these assumption videos where they ask on ig like what is an assumption you have about me and then they'll do a video on it so like if delaney were to do a post like tell me an assumption you have on have about me you would tell her and then she would do a video on it and she'll react to it. So Delaney, I think Delaney oh, stuck. Yeah. Katie, tell me assumptions <clears throat> you have about me. I don't have assumptions about you because I know you. Okay, well what's an assumption you used to have? I didn't know you at all. That you don't like talking to black people. Are you that's kidding? a per- that's oh a perfect God. assumption. I can't believe you would think that. Not okay, maybe not. Let me rephrase it. Oh, I oh know yeah, probably you thought about me that's probably the assumption because I, that one day when i was walking to class and you walk into the dorms and you literally turned your head i and did not the other turn way. my way and look i literally I, I, it's replaying hey, in my mind hey, i remember hey, it was cold no it wasn't seen gonna... my passport photo where i thought i was smiling i swear <laughs> i it looks like a mug shot i i probably like did a little smile towards you which mm. probably did not come across on my face at all i was like because i remember seeing i was like oh there's another black girl because <clears throat> the one that was here at the time <clears throat> who <laughs> not who so i was like oh there's another black girl here we told the story so many times delaney looked the other way i was like oh okay that's I what we do not look the other way katie i would delaney. never ever i would lay down my life on okay it. i see it <laughs> happening in my not okay not your wife my life i see it like, happening in... i would never ever do that ever. i literally see it right now i mean it worked out hey girl we have a podcast and whatever but like I nah. see it. Okay, like, well, it, you are mistaken. I, I can't even I'm tell so, you what you were wearing. So you were wearing. I, I can tell you what you were wearing. Like, I, I, and the bus I'm, was right there. I'm telling you what I'm telling <laughs> you right now at, okay, at the second is that I probably, I smiled at you and it probably did not come across as a smile. That is what I am saying. Okay, girl. Nah, don't okay, girl, me. This podcast is over. I'm so sick of her slandering my name. That's one thing I will say that you had an assume that you assume about me, and a lot of people assume about me that I don't like to be touched. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so I went but let me I don't know, you can get a you can get a glimpse of her personality because let's be honest, like we give you out a lot, but like you don't know everything about us. But you can you have a glimpse of our personalities. And so I went to Delaney's house like back in January of last year and she all over I know it's her mom, but she all over her mom and she all kissy kiss and I'm like what is going on I was I know it's your mom I, I'm like that with my mom especially like when I when, when I want to be annoying I'm all over my mom I'm clingy but like she wasn't even trying to annoy her mom she was just I was like I is everything okay like are you okay like I didn't I was so lost like yeah that I, that yeah that was a I was so I was yep I see I'm speechless right now I've had close friends be like, I know you don't like to be touched, but like, can we hug? I'm just like, I've never ever said that. Like, people just assume that I have an aversion to people touching me. I have, I don't like people I don't know touching me. That's something. Like, see, also but, with that, like, because I've never, I've never, I don't think we've ever hugged ever. It's been two years. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> oh no, maybe, a, maybe, maybe no, one time, maybe once. Yeah, but also it's different. Like with people that you talk to every single day every day yeah like, like i don't like i don't hug i don't hug nikki you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but, but like um, peyton i hug peyton like at the beginning and ending of every conversation we have oh, and it's just less of his character yeah yeah i don't mm-hmm. i forgot <laughs> what i was saying Ooh, that certainly threw me for a loop and i get it i know it's your mama but like i mean if, if you think that's off-putting you should wait till you see me with my nephew Oh, see that gosh. I feel like Especially I feel like my eyes like might you don't like kids I feel like my eyes and it always throws me off guard when you be like look at my nephew I'll be like are you okay <laughs> like nah, look at my nephew. <laughs> that's how you talk about him and I'll be like hey, oh yeah feet? that reminds me I got pictures of him with um a dog so it's my two favorite things on this earth so but not not kids and dogs just no just him. Yo, just him and Changa <laughs> just but also also my sister has a dog that i haven't seen in a long time but he's so cute it's them together like but, that why well, ain't gonna lie that threw me for a loop. yeah i'd be kissing on him and baby voice and everything but, i don't know if i'm i don't know if i'm ready for that i'm gonna have to build myself <laughs> up for that okay what's the assumption you have about me Donnie? Oh Lord, I shouldn't ask that. No, I honestly I can't think of one off the top of my head. See, because it's hard with it's hard for something like when when influencers, you know. yeah, when influencers do this, it's like because it's the same thing like with us, except like I feel like we we share more because we're here longer. But like when people are throwing up twenty minute YouTube, uh, YouTube videos, you cannot they pick what you want, they pick what you but they want you to see. You know what I'm saying? Like whereas us like we're having a conversation they're more like i'm gonna show you my day but i'm i'm cutting out the parts where my kids are having a temper tantrum i'm cutting out the part where like this i'm cutting out that i'm just showing you my day in 15 to 20 minutes so people really do like you have a hundred like you you stack in and you got all this money and and you stuck up and the, you know stuff like that i'm trying to think of something i if it comes to me like in the middle i'm gonna say one yeah but I it's hard you really you, you know so. me so yeah. i can't you can't assume anything about me yeah i'm trying to think of like back to when we first met but we, like it was a normal circumstance it wasn't no like ooh impression you know mm-hmm. like we just met and i don't know it had a normal conversation before we were trifling so <laughs> that didn't last a long couple days yeah. i'm about to say like <laughs> about two days that car ride 
Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so we're on the same page. <laughs> um, okay, so we say all that to say that um I'm curious as to to know um what assumptions people have about classical music. So we're gonna share the ones that we have heard or have experienced that people have about classical music. And then I might ask y'all as well to share this. This was sparked by a conversation I had with my store that literally had me in stitches. Um, Cause it's, it's, it's crazy what people think about classical music. So um, we're going to go back and forth and we'll, we'll share with you uh, some assumptions that we've heard people have about classical music. Okay. The first one that I've heard way too often is that people think classical music is boring and it's like i understand why one might think but honestly like your one four five six five one song (laughs) compared to like an expansive work by brahms with a bunch of chromaticism like how can that be born and i understand like a lot of classical music doesn't have words but then it's like there's plenty of classical music that does have words so like i feel like to have a blanket statement of like classical music is boring i mean i feel like you have to do better than that especially like classical music is so expansive it's like if you don't want to i can understand why one wouldn't want to sit um through a a 40 minute symphony you know what i'm saying like where you're not quite sure what's happening there's things that are exciting but you might not quite know why it's exciting sure i can understand that but also like there's opera there's like so many other things in between there's ballet if we want to kind of jump over there mm-hmm. so the call classical music like boring i'm like girl that's a that's not a stupid assumption but it's like you i feel like it and also like i know people you have to understand classical music i really don't think you do i feel like yeah. it's it starts off s- slow and quiet it gets loud and big and then goes somewhere and it's you, you hear this idea coming back idea coming back and you hear all these different there's so many different instruments on stage you got a whole bunch of different sounds that you can hear like it's not just one thing like okay yeah you got like in in pop music like okay you have the background music you have the singer but like you got like 14 different instruments on stage yeah you know you you could hear a sound you're like dang i didn't even know that instrument could make a sound like that right i remember you know i don't even like stravinsky i remember playing uh ride of spring one time and this big old sack butt looking thing came from the back of the orchestra and I turned around I was like what is that like yeah. I, I don't it's probably not a sack butt because like that's literally not what a sack butt is but literally this instrument someone tell me what it is it's like this massive like literally at least 10 foot instrument like up in the air and I was I, turned, I was like it sounded like it, it sounded like if a if a bassoon and a and a it's not like a if a bassoon and a tuba had a baby. Ooh, that sounds like my type of instrument. And and All then low it was it was low, but it but it also like it sounded like like a, a thousand year old goose at the same time. Like it was wild, oh and I turned gosh. around and I, maybe I remember it way more colorful than it was, but I remember being startled. I was like, "What is that?" And I turn around, I'm this big old thing. I'm like, "Oh shoot! Like what is that?" Mm-hmm. Um. Like but Mahler six the hammer like, right like <laughs> it'd be some crazy stuff it's crazy and i understand there's stuff happening in between that might one might think is boring if you don't if you don't if you don't hear the harmony switches and you're not but even me like i'm not a theorist like i remember when we listened to um when we did florence price three at gateways richard was like 
Oh, the, the harmony. I was like, nah, I just slapped. So it was nice to listen to. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know I'm biased. You know, I have, I'm, I've dedicated my life to this art form. So it's like, of course, I don't think it's boring. I mean, I, I sure as heck hope not, you know, but mm-hmm. like, I feel like for just as a blanket thing, like to say like, oh, classical music is boring. Like you haven't explored the depths of classical music to say it's boring. Some stuff really do be hidden and it's and not all of it. You know, but like some stuff really yeah. be hidden. So that's mine. I get that a lot. Like, girl, I ain't on that boring old thing. I'm like, okay, sis. Right. Um, and like, whatever. Like, I have people come to you. You know, they go to your recitals or whatever. But I, I be checking in on my mom. I'm like, so how was that? And I think my mom listening to it is different. Like, I'm I'm her kid on stage. You know, like that's a different connotation than it being like, yeah, let's go on down to the, the symphony. My mom would be like, I'm super good on that. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Um, let's see an assumption I get okay so walking around town with a bass is gonna get you a lot of different reactions that has to um, be annoying that has yeah. to be annoying it's very annoying because uh, like I'm like I appreciate like just yesterday I was walking up my street and someone in actually a big truck was see? like slowing down and like driving at my walking speed what like, yes i was like i was like do you not understand how creepy this is that is creepy what you gonna do drop your base and run like exactly like and I, at first i wasn't turning around because i'm like okay and he wasn't saying nothing like he was just looking at me like and then eventually like he tried to say something but the truck was too loud i couldn't hear him and i'm like i'm like i just i i appreciate your interest i really do but like i'm just trying to live my life but and, and like no it's not a body like that's not <laughs> okay oh like yeah and it's just like everyone thinks that they say like every now and then you hear somebody say something that you had never heard before mm-hmm. in terms of like guesses but most of the time it's like the same like cliches like oh that's bigger than you and and like or, or some of them just be like that's big and i'm like yes. i don't know what i'm supposed to say that like yeah like <laughs> you're correct i don't know <laughs> like very good right you know the difference between big and small like i don't know <laughs> like i get it but like I, honestly like like what am I supposed to say to that? My mom's like, you're supposed to elaborate and whatever. I'm like, elaborate. okay, but if you elaborate with every person, exactly. I'm like, the, and that's not an interesting topic to me. Like, okay. Anyway, um, I'm gonna break some of mine up. One of the biggest assumptions that I get when I tell people that I play the bass, not even when they see it, when I tell people I play the bass, is that I play jazz because I am brown. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. The, that's like like by far one of the biggest assumptions I get when I tell people I play the bass. Now, for some people, I get that it's sort of a um a connection for them to know like what the bass is, and for that, like I see that because like yeah. if, if the bass is not there, like I'll be like I play the bass, and they're like oh like the upright one and the like jazz, and I'm like yeah, but it can also be played in the orchestra, and like that's like a teaching moment because like mm-hmm. for a lot of people they connect that instrument from there, like they connect the instrument to jazz, which is fine. Yeah, but um. For a lot, of, for some people, they're like, "You don't play jazz. Why don't you play jazz?" But you black, and I'm like, oh, "For real? Okay, like, okay." <laughs> Not <gasps> <laughs> like I remember somebody being like, "How could you be black and not?" Black okay, and now how could and you? You don't play jazz. I'm like, it's pretty easy. I wake up, don't play jazz, repeat. Yeah, how, <laughs> how can you? Well, go back you, to sleep, then repeat. Like, how can you be this ignorant? That's, a, that's another question we can ask not how can you be black and play the bass and not play jazz like what 
Yeah, and like going off of that, like an assumption I hear often is like, so you don't know how to improvise? You, you don't know how to play nothing but that? I'm like, girl. What you mean, but? Right. Like, no, I don't how know how to improvise. Girl, you know how hard? Okay. <laughs> People don't have no concept of how hard. Like, I remember I was talking to, uh, I was talking to my, uh, my friend Nikki who played violin before. She's not new here. She knows she knows I work hard or whatever. She's, I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to, I gotta go. I'm, I'm trying to do six hours today. And she was like, <gasps> six hours. And I was like, yeah, cause it's going to take me, it's going to take me at least an hour to, to get my fingers feeling right. You know, it's like, and like Nikki knows how hard it is. So that's like not a great example, but it's like, people don't know how freaking hard, like it, the, it's like it has to be in tune, and then the, the note before that note got to be in tune. And they got to be in tune going into the next note, and then and then they got to be in tune with the key, and then and then the rhythm got to be just da 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 da. Oh, it's it's too much. <laughs> if you think about it too much, like you will go crazy mm-hmm. about how everything. Sure, you know more. Ooh, chilly. Um, <sighs> uh, assumption I get sometimes. I heard this uh, from Asora. She was like, wait, the RPO gets paid? And I was was like, you know, I try not to be looking dumb because it's like people don't know. But it's like, it don't matter how much you love this art form. Ain't nobody doing it for free. Like, you you really think you... Some of y'all are. Cause some some of y'all keep signing up for a certain something, but that's none of my business. Um, <laughs> but um, it's like it don't matter how much some people love some stuff. You're not gonna get all the musicians of that caliber, like a like seventy of them, to come to double rehearsals multiple times a week and put on a concert three times a week just just cause. You have community orchestras all the time, and they meet once a week after like after work hours and they put on you know two concerts uh uh four concerts a season that's it not rpo gets paid that's hilarious girl i tried to see i had to say my face because i'm like she don't know but like girl like literally a top regional orchestra (laughs) (laughs) you have another y'all yeah that's your hobby y'all Oh my god, that hobby word! I oh, at this point, it ain't, it ain't no hobby, right? Um, one thing that I saw from a video that like y'all must watch is uh, there's a YouTube channel called Black Folk Don't, and it's a, there's a video called Black Folk Don't Listen to Classical Music. Like some people were saying, saying like kind of similar to what you said about classical music being boring that like mm-hmm. it just has no groove. no you can't are you kidding to, i'm like when i tell you i'll be throwing it back <laughs> <laughs> so all kind of classical music like there's no groove to it to, like are you kidding what are you, even even at its most simplistic form Classical music has a groove. Like at its most, I'm okay. I would never say Bach is basic. I would never say that. But if you think of something like a a, a small little melody like that, mm-hmm. at its most basic form, classical music is lit. Right. I don't. 
okay girl what i feel like y'all are spreading lies spreading lies stop it stop the madness is i mean what are we doing like i don't get it i just don't get it this is stressing me i'm about to get one of them rashes again on my face i feel like people just always assume that you can't dance or I'm move stressed. to classical music the same way i don't know if you literally can you just never tried it because it makes you feel weird but you know i ain't gonna hold them you know what you know what makes them feel like they can't do that what? them same folks i think you should wear a three-piece suit to the cso that's true that is very true because See? like just like one set violin did um with twerking to you're not slick at all you're not slick at um Okay, but still, you're not gonna just slide it in like that. You're not slick at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I ain't gonna hold you. I haven't called them that because I'm still trying to figure out the meaning. I mean, I mean, keep going. Yeah, My like there's people like them, but well, if you talking to classical music, then it's sacrilegious. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, if you don't get out of the way, so I can bounce my cheeks to this most. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dear friend Eileen. Like, I forgot where we were. We're probably at Ravinia, which makes it even worse because Ravinia is like, it's not real, girl. It's like, it's like, girl, we basically listening. This is an over-glorified radio station because after you're not, when you're not in the pavilion, you can't see nothing. You're literally just there with your, um, with your picnic and your whatever because you can't see you like that's how like when i got to the hollywood bowl and i saw that everybody have a seat because remember i remember i asked you like so what are we finna sit on the grass you were like no girl there's there's seats but <laughs> but like my experience with a summer home i don't i don't know how tango it is i don't know how the other girls are doing it but my experience with a, with, with a summer home is ravinia and that's when a chicago symphony goes there they have the pavilion and has like two or three hundred seats in there and then everywhere else for acres and acres is, is grass so me and Eileen, I forgot what the orchestra was playing and we bobbing around and we having a good time and all the white folks around us looking at us and staring at us. I'm like, girl, girl. y'all are the problem. And also, out of, out of everybody here, except for the people on stage, I could do this. You, you, you listen to this because you like it. I do this. And you see you making it something because black people aren't classical musicians. Right. I'm like, I, I mean, even even Eileen said that. It's like, out of everybody in here, we could do this. Yeah. You know, she she teaches she teaches orchestra, and I, I slave away. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I hate that. It's like, and like, is there um, a way you should act in the concert hall? I'm like, yes, be only because the people on stage have put a lot of work into what they're doing, and you're going to be out of respect for them. You're not going to be in the aisle breaking your back. You know, but it's like, other than that, girls, you don't, I don't know. We on the grass. Right. <laughs> and I mean, like, it is quiet. You know, it's quiet. Like, the, the whole park is quiet. You know, anybody talking. We don't even, even do nothing. We just dancing around. I forgot what the orchestra was playing. It was freaking lit. Probably, you know it was Mahler 2. I remember now. <clears throat> Mahler 2, I'm finna sit there. Like, I'm like, I don't know what time it is. Girl. Right. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Um... Was that your assumption or mine? That was yours. That was mine. Okay, an assumption I have, I, I hear all the time from people who don't know what they're talking about is that there are no jobs in classical music. And this literally grinds my gears. Like, it makes me so angry. Because people love to talk about stuff that they don't know anything about. Um, Like, I get it. Like, orchestra jobs are hard to come by or or not. You know, like, 
whatever is it, I think, is it San Diego that has like four VLCs open right now is that the one mm-hmm. I mean openings <laughs> might not be hard to come by right but I mean you get there especially like I remember the the lady at Cincinnati Orchestra was telling me that they when they did their auditions last year and they had like three viola openings 250 viola showed up and it's like okay you know but it's like there are plenty of opportunities in classical music if you you can either make them or you can seek them out but you can teach you can start a podcast you could you could do youtube you like there's so much things even outside of the gaze of like teaching and and playing you know like you could you could do arts admin like classical music is, is expansive and that's probably one of the um assumptions that get on my nerve most like don't talk especially people who talk about their neck they don't know girl you are an accountant how you know what we doing over here oh, okay you could be an accountant at the <laughs> at a uh, orchestra <laughs> in our industry you helping us out why right like girl child you don't know what's going on over here. you don't know what we got going on over here exactly so um some assumptions that i get so back to the the walking around with a bass thing because i kind of i switched mine and decided to do that one later Mm -hmm. some of the assumptions i get of just what my instrument is one i get a lot is violin which if you've ever seen a violin you would know that this is not a violin wait are they like are they like being like stupid are they really saying i'm like but I'm like, if you know what a violin is, then you would know that this is not that. Well, <laughs> I, w- I want to say, like, you see the importance of general music education. But honestly, like, if, if you don't know that's not a violin, general music can't help you. And I'm, I'm not saying, like, everybody has the same experiences. I'm just saying, like, there's so many opportunities for you to know that that's not a violin outside of the classroom. Um, I get guitar a lot. Okay. I've gotten tuba. Uh, I've also uh, gotten I've also gotten flute. <laughs> Nah, see, I feel people be messing with you. <laughs> nah, nah people just, be messing they, with you. They just be thinking of like the first what's the what's the first uh instrument that comes to mind? Um in terms of non instrument things, of course you got a dead body in there. Oh first of all, God. I yes. found that at the airport. I'm gonna in the, the airport. airport. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put it through the machine with a dead body inside. <laughs> yep. And, and all of TSA is going to turn their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to take my chances on that. <laughs> Even though they open the case and inspect what's inside, they're just going to push around the corpse and uh, and let it right on through to my destination where I'm shipping the dead body. Yep. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and base cases and, and in the base. It's the best <laughs> place for you to host a dead body. I also used to carry just my bow in the bow case to school, um, which I mean, so many like, I, like, I, and I used to take the bus too, so I was like in the public a lot, like it wasn't just a car ride, mm-hmm. and like at least six times a day, like people asking, I've asked, I've gotten people asking, is it a gun? Yes, which is a one right. I'm like, yes, in this concealed carry state, I'm carrying openly carrying a gun on the bus. Yes, yeah, me, a minor. Yes. A pink gun with stickers all over it <laughs> that say bass and various music things. <laughs> yep, I'm like you got it. Like I don't expect anybody to know. Like oh, that's a baseball. Like I yeah. don't expect anybody to know that. I mean, I people, but, expect people to mind their business. But I don't. I don't expect you to be. Is that a gun? All super loud. Like first of all, that's what, like one of the things that like 
I was kind of nervous about taking it out because like when you say that now uh Mr. Officer over here turning his neck trying to see what you're talking about now now he see you know yeah in the world that we live in like <laughs> you can't put nothing past nobody like exactly you don't got to do nothing wrong to be at laid all. out in the street so at all like that's one that I get a lot and then the most recent one that I got that had me just I just stared at this lady like I'm gonna just wait for you to say something else because I don't know how to respond to this <laughs> I was waiting at LAX with my flight case and she's like is that a spaceship I'm ready to be over I actually don't want to I, I, no, but she was dead serious no she wasn't yes she was No, you, I feel people that been was, messing with you Delaney that, no that was the, the part that killed me like she was not even smart like mm. she was genuine she's like is that a spaceship I was like I'm like, yeah. I'm working <laughs> for NASA. Blast off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working for NASA. The hidden figures of my aunties. Okay. Blast off from right here on the sidewalk. Yep. With all this airplane fuel behind us, we're going to do it right here. Right. In the midst of all the civilians. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Y'all kill me. Y'all really truly do. Wow. I, I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even laugh at that because I'm like she could not be serious I waited for you to tell me the rest of what she said I'm like I was just looking at her like are you kidding she like I she was dead serious especially oh, that God. one that sent me uh, the other day I was talking to my dear dear line sister and she was like uh I was telling her like I'm, I'm I was pra- I'm preparing for something, so I was talking to her talk, talking to her about how much I'm practicing, and she's like, "You still play viola? I thought that was for school, girl." <laughs> that was funny to me. <laughs> that, that was funny to me. <laughs> that was for school that is hilarious people assumed that my grandma was like what are you practicing for i'm like i I literally only have a piece of paper i have to get a job now like i have a piece of paper that says congratulations you made it through eastman that is all i have i have to practice Woo! that was that was the best thing. I love her dearly. That was the, my favorite thing. I've known her for years. That's my favorite thing she's ever said. <laughs> I, w- I mean, on my bad days, do I wish it would just be over? I mean, maybe. Just play viola for fun with a concept. Right, what a concept. <laughs> One said. But also, it's fun being good. It's, uh, okay, let me let me dress that up a little bit for people who are like freshmen in undergrad. Um, <clears throat> What I do think is fun about the viola is like not being able to play something and then finally being able to like finally finally being able to play it so like mm-hmm. um i i spoke to beverly one of my favorite violas ever in the world <laughs> and she was i was telling her about how i use walton for my uh for my auditions and every time every time i say that people be looking at me like they saw ghosts because it's, it's very unwise however we're stuck here i hate it here but we're stuck okay because i'm not gonna it learn is. a whole yeah because it's so it's so risky mm-hmm. 
the there's a shift in the first there's a shift like in the first like couple of notes and then yeah and then but that it's over you know (laughs) people stop listening um so it's it's so it's like the most risk i mean besides who's that dude who's your fave what's it called hindemith's got a chord yes hindemith got a chord in the opening so if you don't know what you're doing you're screwed could you imagine no you have an e on your in 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 your you have an e on one finger and you have an e flat on the other finger that's some Katie junk that I would do if I was nervous. Remember when you were playing with the opening? You were playing with the opening chord of Eyeglass. <laughs> Seconds. Seconds before we went on stage. Actually. But, uh, I cannot believe. That would worked out in our favor. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we should play that piece again. I was thinking about that. I don't know for what, but apparently there's other movements. <laughs> All right. Um, Whatever. So we're talking about how how uh, risky it was, and I forgot where I was going. Shoot, talking to Beverly. What were we talking about before that? Um. Oh, okay. So I was talking to Beverly about Walton, and she's like, she's she basically said, if not even basically, she said, if you can't nail that first page, forget it. And I was like, it. Well. <laughs> But I mean, I was practicing Walton earlier, and it's like the the chords at the bottom of the page are like finely in tune. I'm not talking about like quasi in tune, like how they've been for the past <clears throat> couple of times. I've had to throw it to get throw it together for something, but like they are like in tune, like period. They just are in tune, and it's like I remember when I couldn't play that, and I also remember when I used to cry about this part, like literal, like this sounds terrible. I like a tear falls onto my viola type dramatic stuff. Like you cannot believe how terrible this sounds. And <clears throat> it's like, that's fun to me. It's fun that I can finally play the opening and it's in the key of a minor. It, it's, and it stays there, you know, like, so I will say like, that's fun. I want to clear that up. Like, I think viola is fun. I do at least for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think a common, one thing Delaney and I talked before we turned the mics on is a common assumption that we oh, get I it. Have, oh, you do? Yeah, I have one more. Oh, my bad. Okay, go ahead. Um. Okay, so this happened. I probably told you this before, but this happened right before my Eastman audition. Um. I was oh. at my father's house. Um. And not your father. My no. You know what? I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Time. Yeah. You know what? I feel bad for. Cause we could. We could go there. I was but just the, about the, to say something. Yeah. The mics are um, on. We'll go there later. So don't know much about my life i think now he knows i play the bass but <coughs> before he, he thought he thought it was a cello or something but like i was going to he lives in uh buffalo i don't very like close you. to rochester what do you what? really just don't like you. why don't you like me never mind he lives in buffalo he lives in buffalo mm-hmm. i'm very close to rochester so i was at his house the day before my audition and we were eating and he was like oh so you're gonna like audition for the like you're gonna play for them and i was like yeah um i'm gonna play my audition and then they decide like do i come here or not and he was like oh okay so you like <coughs> read Sorry. music and stuff <laughs> <laughs> what was your face like <laughs> i was i was like yeah i never read music because <laughs> like you have to make a choice it's like am i gonna be rude or <laughs> Oh, and, and you'll be like, is he for real? 
I'm like, you can't be for real. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's just crazy, like, how much, like, it's really a mystery to some people. Like, I'm not yeah. even trying to shame and be like, oh, you dummy, you didn't know that. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's yeah, just yeah. like, it's like, dang, it's like really a mystery to some people. Like, some it's such a, like, a niche thing that you're, like, engrossed in it. You don't realize that, like, this is totally new for some people. Like, yeah. totally new. Like, I remember, like, I was in, I was in a situation with someone else, and that made it sound worse. I went on an outing with someone, and mm-hmm. he was like, "So no, you're not going to use my word against me?" But it was literally an outing. It was literally that's that's all it was, right? So he was like, "So, so you play viola? Like, what is that?" So I'm, I, I, that's a question I'm used to getting. Okay, mm-hmm. as a violist, I'm used to getting that question. Cool. Tell him what it is. He's like, "Oh yeah, my sister plays violin." I was like, "Oh okay." So then he, he was like so like you be reading music and stuff like you gotta you gotta learn all them notes i'm like baby it's not that's cool. what they tell me <laughs> <laughs> and the way the way he asked it, it was like because there's no the way he phrased it it was like he didn't understand the concept of like okay basically you have to you don't have to relearn the notes every time you learn a new piece so he kind of was like he kind of like framed it like it's, no, I don't look at Don Juan. I'll be like, okay, that's a G. Mm-hmm. That's a A. But I was like, I felt bad. I was like, this ain't no way this is going to work. I mean, I understand like, <laughs> I understand like people don't know music, but it's like, if we're at the very fundamental, like you wasn't even paying attention to general music. <laughs> but yeah, like when I, when you told me about your dad, I immediately thought about that. I was like, people really just have no clue what we be doing. They they really think we just over here just with our hobby. Which I feel like my um <laughs> like I I let you feel some type of way because I'm like you don't really see how much of it. Like this is a big deal. I'm auditioning for Eastman, I'm, and they won't I'm know Eastman. Like they just think, oh, well, Delaney done. She was she done with that bass junk? Like you know? yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and they don't even have a. Con- I'm not saying like, oh, look at us. We we go slash went to Eastman. Da, 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 da. It's not even like that. It's like they don't have a concept of like how difficult it is to to get into a place like this. Mm-hmm. And then my aunt was even like, she was she's a pharmacist. She was talking to somebody at work. She's like, yeah, my niece go at Eastman. And the the way the pharmacist reacted, she was like, she called me. She was like, yeah, I told her you went to Eastman and. And the way she react, I'm like, yes, because it's a conservatory. <laughs> and and then it, it was annoying. Then it switched to my niece. Why he? Sm-. I was like, all right. So now it's like before it was her voice all the way up there. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaicans do be like that. But anyway, like before it was like a, a brick and mortar attached to the U of R. Now it's like, mm-hmm. but let's hold another conversation because I really do get on my nerves. It don't matter where yeah. you go to school, but whatever. Yeah. Um, dang, I was gonna say something else and I forgot it. Dang, what were you okay? So, you were saying, Oh, okay, but some people like some people do attempt to understand because I just went to a family function the other day. Oh, um, Lord, and no, but some people do like I'm they were asking me about the podcast and they were like, Oh, so the girl that you your friend that you do the show with, like. Um, she, you guys go to school together or what? And I was telling them that like, oh yes, yeah, sh- uh, you graduated, um, but you have a master's degree. And I was like, 
yeah so you know maybe she might get an artist diploma or something and they was like what is that so yeah <laughs> like, I had to explain what an artist diploma was and like because they were like she getting a phd and i'm like well no if she gets a doctorate then it would be a dma and like you know mm-hmm. like and i'm sure people are like you could be a you can get a doctor doctor of music <laughs> yeah i'm like yes girl you can get a doctor than literally anything like i because people really feel like which kind of is annoying it's like a it's like an unintentional disrespect towards music it's like girl you can get a doctorate in literally anything and i remember i remember being at a thing with some friends who were actually all musicians or ex-musicians mm-hmm. and um um and telling them i think i don't know how richard came up but i was like yeah he's getting a phd in music theory and the the overwhelming reaction of disgust uh, well <laughs> but i was like i i that's that. they understandable were like, they were like he hates himself i'm like okay okay <laughs> wow i was like okay you don't hate himself <laughs> wow i know he actually um, loves he actually loves y'all because he's gonna be one of maybe how many black men on one hand you can count that's phd in in theory music, you're right i'm you're like welcome. i mean he like it because he he good at it yeah <laughs> imagine being I'm, i could never i actually and i also don't want to right and like i'm usually like a never say never person but like i literally don't even think i have it in me to do that can you, i can't <laughs> even the lady i tell you he was helping me with uh, an analysis of this piece that i'm playing and he He's like, oh, it's an old one, two, and an old one, three. I'm like, you talking about set theory? I'm like, the, the my stomach started to turn immediately. I was like, yeah. it brought me back to a place where I used to be forced to take theory at this school. And I was like, I hate it here. I don't like, the, like, yeah, uh, talking about all that theory junk, I, my head immediately starts throbbing. <laughs> I was like, girl, if you don't tell me which chord this is so we could go about my merry way, don't get all excited about this jump I'm like girl okay um you good mm-hmm. okay um so one a final assumption that Delaney and I share as instrumentalists is that people always assume that we are vocalists because we're black and it might not even be like a, from coming from a, a bad place but I just know that like there's no other reason why you see all these other people and you assume that I study voice, mm-hmm. and I want to like. What are your th- What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> One thing I will say um, for people like the, the most that I've gotten that is at school, like in the like dining center, like those people, and like I know that a lot of people probably think like, oh, it's a black woman. You probably kept, grew up singing in church, which I did, but you know, <laughs> like that sort of thing. But what one thing I will say that I'm realizing now for those people in particular is that they never see me with an instrument yeah so i'm like okay that might be why but other than that like those are the only people that i can see that i'm like okay everybody else got an instrument on their back and every time i come in here i never have an instrument for obvious reasons but a lot of people just like the jazz thing yeah or think like you know they see black women they're like oh you probably was singing the gospel and rah, 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 and and like i mean that actually does tend to be our biggest like demographic in the music schools yeah like, that is vocalists. true except for at eastman we had a whole bunch of black violists for yeah if you want to be black voice if you want to be black yep <laughs> if you want to be black but the viola come on down to eastman like <laughs> like, like 
But even even but, some, yeah, even other studios, even too. other studios. I feel like what I went to you about how like there's a time where I was like, dang, don't nobody know black people play the viola, da da da, and it's like literally the blacks play the viola like that's what they play <laughs> like yeah like everything else is like we got in the whole woodwind section like okay jasmine <laughs> right and, oh yeah there was one other person but like in the whole all across the entire woodwind everything like, right and then now viola we five deep like <laughs> is it really five was it no, five I think, it's, I think it was maybe three four it's four. five wait hold on oh was it it was you adrian <laughs> Adrian, Isaiah, and what's his name? Julian. Mm-hmm. Four. There's not one more? Okay, you know what? I'm mixing up because that Dry Fairy Kid is here now. Yeah, now he just came, yeah. Yeah, I'm mixing him, I mixed him in. But now you gone, and Isaiah gone. Oh, so maybe it's like more balanced now. Because it was deep. <laughs> like, <laughs> deep. Deep. That oh. and... A couple, no, yeah, no, Trumpet, too. We had four last year. Four, or the year before that, rather. Yeah, but Trumpet, they're all jazz trumpet except for Peyton. Oh, that's true. Which, which is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong and with no, that. And no, but uh, Peyton's friend that always was looking in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you you claim that I didn't look at you. I have been, there have been multiple times where I've walked past that man and stared into his soul and, like, turned my head all the way around like an owl. No. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get him to just look up i'm like well, are you i'm like you're determined not to look not to make eye contact with anybody i mean but look where now he is look where he is now right i need, I need to that's what i need to i need to stop i need to stop looking at people too <laughs> mess around right over here mess around looking at people now look at me right now he all elite institutions full ride scholarships and all of that congrats to him dang well <laughs> i mean i know it doesn't come from a bad place but that's what you would ask i mean that's the only thing just because like black people do multiple things and I mean, there's nothing wrong with vocalists like of course not we love y'all for well, real well. i mean they nothing um let's just say when you see a vocal like you know a vocalist when you see one that is true that's i feel like true you know, I feel like you don't there's not many instruments like that yeah it's really not or at all <laughs> yep at all actually <laughs> right we love y'all though do y'all that's think? the only one that is like it's a sure fire like that is like, a vocalist yes a vocalist okay oh hey um we want to hear what some what are some of the assumptions that you've heard about classical music. I'll probably post on the IG. If you're not following us on IG, make sure you follow us on IG. We be having a good time over there. Um, <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, and we are moving on. Right. Black excellence. Black excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there is room for everyone at the top. And this week, I'm talking about Cameron Anai Williams. Um, Cameron is a sophomore at the Juilliard School, and she is from Palm, uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, surprise, surprise, she's a violist. <laughs> um, she has an organization called Cam and I Strings that collects used uh, string instruments um, and repairs them and donates them to students of local elementary schools after Which school program. How do you have the time? <laughs> and she and she's the one that be she she be deep in there. Like, she be the one fixing them. I be like, girl, 
I'm like, girl, I don't even change my own strings. I okay. <laughs> I dropped it. I dropped that bad boy up off the sh- at the shop. And <laughs> like, yeah, so could you take care of this for me? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm at the point I haven't changed my own strings. I couldn't tell you. When's the last time I changed my own strings? 2009. I'm like, for what? They're going to do it faster and they're going to do it better. Mm-hmm. So I might as well, you might as well just do what you got to do, girl. Um, But yeah, like, okay. In uh, South Florida, she 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 be doing that. Um, and it's also, it's cool. She's supported by, in part by Sphinx Empower Artist Grant. Empower Artist Grant. So she founded this organization when she was 14. What was I doing at 14? <clears throat> Um, she started playing the violin when she was five and, um, and then she switched to viola at 10 and she wanted to purchase a viola, but she didn't have the money for it. So her grandma, um, affectionately known as Nana purchased, uh, helped purchase a viola for her. And she wondered like, this is great that I got this, but what about the kids who can't, uh, can't afford to do this? So who can't afford to get an instrument? So this is why she started, uh, Cam and I strings helping kids get um, instruments in her area. Something really cool about her is that she wrote a book uh, called Kinder Lutes, and it's a story of how um, four friends, a violin, viola, cello, and bass, are nervous about <laughs> about I want meeting inclusion. right. Okay, diversity and inclusion. Bass people forget about the bass. I'm sorry. They do. I you know what one of my pet peeves is. Sorry to pull over, Mm-mm. but I've been in. Um, an orchestra before would that say okay can i have all strings and basses no <laughs> i'm like what girl anyway no nah, but you know what i can't i can sympathize with you and empathize with you but i feel like violas get way more flight than y'all for no reason we don't really even be bothering nobody yeah like i mean y'all get y'all y'all are more like people attack you guys they yeah people get us. bullied yeah people love it's, to hate us yeah. i'm saying like like your boss so they so they uh they can't uh join you so they try to beat you but your boss when she was like all right so all third violins i said all right (laughs) anyway i have to say all that right um so they're nervous about meeting their new owners which is if they were meeting my kids i'll be nervous too like some type of insurances you gonna need some type of some um and they learn uh while while they're will their young musicians learn to play properly and treat their string instruments with care find out in kinder loot so it's very cute cute book um she presented this at sphinx tank and she won artist choice um so i would check out also a a cool thing about this book is the fact that everything is done by her and her siblings like the illustrations the story like it's really really cool um so i'm gonna go ahead and link her website i'm also going to link um Garrett did a, a narration of this on uh NPR. Sorry, which state do you live in? NPR. <laughs> um, and so you can hear that, and I'm gonna link it so you can listen and also support her. Support this young black queen making a huge difference. Oh, she's an entrepreneur. She's selling books and junk. Like she fixing instruments. Like it's it's super cool. Check her like, out. Being a full time student at Juilliard. Like exactly girl, what. Like what? I'm barely even keeping up with this podcast. Now I want to do half the work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also, a cool thing is like her school supports her. Like uh, you can buy the book at the Juilliard store, the oh, bo- wow. Juilliard bookstore. Yeah, like it's and it's like she's doing a thing. I, I think it's so cute. I think it's super cool. So keep doing your thing, Mama, and um, congrats to you and all that you've done. 
if this was if this book was about the kids that that we teach okay it would be a horror story <laughs> okay horror loop <laughs> horror loop we will keep your sound post today find out on this episode of horror loop <laughs> yeah i mean I, this book is super important just from what i've seen personally like we need to get some of those i'm telling you like I, i'm gonna implement a new thing because like honestly like getting mad at them and just rolling my eyes is not enough for them because i'll be like i'll be looking at them like are you for real like <laughs> it's like they just don't understand they need something to explain it something or someone to explain so that's where this book comes in but it's like the culture that was set up at our job before our current boss got there is the reason why they act like this exactly because whatever kids are clumsy and they make mistakes but they don't be they don't be twirling around like they michael jordan in a basketball you know what i'm saying like i've never yeah. i've never i've been teaching for a long time okay and i've never seen it like this ever yeah. so we're we you know we working but yeah uh piece of the week we've been here forever that is very very true um my piece this week is going to be the um seven double bass duets by david anderson um, oh, i saw you on your is the story dust to the girls oh i just see still love play some for yes. the for the audience could you imagine right. i would never do that <laughs> i mean it's on my son i'll probably i'll probably put it in my highlights so by the time no it sounded really out, really good it sounded really really good yeah, I mean, we're going to be playing that. I mean, by the time this comes out, it might have already been passed. I don't know. But we're going to be playing that in a different movement where I'll be playing bass one on that one. Because, um, like, they're made so that you can, like, switch back and forth on repeats and, like, stuff. Mm. Like, you're supposed to read on one stand and that kind of stuff. But, yeah, um, there's seven really short uh, bass duets, and we're going to be playing them for a L.A. Phil neighborhood concert. Um, you had to like subbing and playing with L.A. Phil. Okay, anyway um it's true. my hometown inglewood um yeah so that's dope. those are my yeah my piece of the week and actually the recording i'm gonna link one of the people playing is david anderson david anderson himself oh uh, cool yeah so all right let's get out of here all right wow we're getting closer and closer to it this can't become a regular thing it's it's have- we're here, Delaney. It's like as long as you know what, as long as we don't do, as long as we we're not going to drift into that richer territory. But like I've accepted it. There's no way. Well, well last week was around two hours. We're getting so close. We're at one fifty something. Oh, I know. Richard was happen. Richard was two forty five, wasn't it? Was it? Wasn't no Richard? Way. No, 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 no. It was two something, but I don't think it was that close to three. Girl, I'm accepting it. I mean, we. I think. We no, we were bad. So for one episode, the one that came out on Monday was fifty nine minutes. Okay, okay. Say because we can't like if we're in a pinch, like what are we gonna do? All right, let's do another four hour episode. Like, okay, right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Classy Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classy Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week, okay. If you have a piece of the week suggestion. I'm, about to, I'm not looking at him put you somewhere else so i could do my outro in peace drop you down there <laughs> if you have a piece of the week suggestion black excellence suggestion intermission suggestion don't forget to email us to them okay email us <laughs> i can feel you looking at me and i moved you okay don't forget to email 
them to us at classically black podcast at gmail.com if you're listening on soundcloud don't forget to subscribe to us so you can get a notification instead of like clicking around and we will talk to you next week maybe because you know what delaney's really like it's it's not working out okay okay bye y'all bye